Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Tonight, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to our weekend release. This is our bonus podcast episode where we can see how much extra content we can squeeze into your week. Random things that have been sent in and extra bits from how our week went down with you, our G and Divas. So um, at the time of recording this, William's still got his stubble from the Halloween episode that you heard on Tuesday. Yes, my manly Jordan North stubble. Um, It's a few days later and the stubble's still there. Could, (laughs) Could you not get it off? I'm sorry. Could you not get the? You want to try some Swarfiga? I'll get that off. Will it? Yeah. Do you know what Swarfiga is? Hand cream, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, well, it's like it's like what mechanics use to get oil out their hands and stuff. Oh right. Get some Swarfiga on there. You look like that bloke from Phoenix Nights, uh, Young Kenny. Were it Young Kenny? <laughs> Justin Morehouse, who had the tiger face. Okay. In Phoenix Nights. Yes, I've ditched the wig. You can probably just about see the imprint of where the wig was sitting on my on my head. If you're watching this on YouTube. That was a very strange episode. <laughs> We were dressed as each other. And also, I think there's a hangover from that episode. In the, in my headphones, I'm louder in one ear and not very loud in another ear. And this is, must be what it's like being you. That's like what it's like being me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but possibly someone needs to twiddle my knob under the desk. I but beg we'll, your pardon? They need to twiddle my knob under the desk. But ben, we'll... <laughs> would you like to twiddle William's knob under the desk, please? Uh, so this is only a short episode. I can cope. Are you sure? So it's fine. Okay. Yes. Did you, did you enjoy our Tuesday Halloween special? I did. And, you know, I do love Halloween. I think it's a fun time of year. Yes. We'll never do that ever again. Though. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> right. Shall we go to the listeners' responses, questions and other bits? Yes, this is from Aaron Peters from Cambridge. Hi, William and Jordan. Is it sad that I got a bit too excited when you mentioned on the podcast that your book is being printed at Clay's? Uh, The reason behind my excitement is I'm an HGV driver who regularly collects reels of... What? You said H. No, I didn't. I said I'm an HGV driver. Carry on. Okay. Who regularly collects reels of paper from Kent. Kent and delivers them to Clay's in Suffolk. So there's a good chance I may have delivered the paper that your book has been printed on too. Oh, small world. I may have been a very small cog in the machine, but very happy to have my small claim in the process. Love listening to the dilemmas as I travel the country and often wonder if I've ever met someone who's written in. Anyway, all the best with the book from Aaron Peters from Cambridge. Aaron from Cambridge, don't worry, you've already done more than producer Ben for the book. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, was that too far? Ben? You'll do it without me soon. Don't worry. Oh, 
Don't say that. That was a joke. Oh, well, what are the odds of that, Aaron? Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for delivering our paper. What? Also, is Clay's in Suffolk? I thought it was in Norfolk. No, it's in Suffolk. It's in Bungie. Bungie? Yes. And we got the train to... Dis. Dis. And you were miserable on that train. I was not miserable. In front of Zena from Penguin Random House as well, the, the, the genius that's put this book together... I was not miserable, was I? You were miserable on that train. I know you don't like early no, mornings. No, you mean you were miserable on that train. <laughs> poor, I was sweetness and light. Paul Senna has gone above and beyond for this book, giving us extensions, extended dent deadlines. <laughs> She's been great. Her feedback's been absolutely... Everyone at Penguin Random Mouth has really looked after us. And you were sat there with your hood up being a miserable so-and-so. <laughs> Remember where you are, William. I'm so sorry, Zena. We're sorry, Zena. Zeno and everyone at Penguin Random House, we love you and thank you for all your love and support. Yes. Click that up and send that. <laughs> no, seriously, Dave. Shall we go on to the next one? Uh, well, talking before we do, talking of book, we have got a copy of our upcoming release in our hands. We've got our hardback in our hands. I just can't stop looking at it. Yes. Yeah. And it smells amazing. It's, it's available now. I know we keep... Well, it's keep, not. Well, it's available... <laughs> to pre-order. To pre-order, yes. sexandmyboss.com forward slash book. And when you pre-order, it means it will arrive. I've pre-ordered books before. They usually arrive on the day it's released, so you'll get if it. If you're in the UK. You'll get it on the 9th of November. And, um, or even the 9th. Yeah. So we thought we would um, read uh, a little bit out to you, uh, allow the audiobook. But this is, this is a different take. And, Jordan, if you turn to page 306 and 307, which is in our job hunting chapter, uh, I wrote a covering letter for you, Mm -hmm. and you wrote a covering letter for me. And this is in our advice on how to write a covering letter when you are... Spoiler alert, if you've ordered the book and you don't want to hear this, you want to read it for yourself. Or the audio book. Or the audio book. But this potentially will be a different take. Okay. Less less well edited. Are you going to go first? Yes, so this is William's covering letter for Jordan. Dear Ms Smith, I'd be delighted to be considered for the role of bag carrier for ITV primetime talent. Please find enclosed a copy of my curriculum vitae for your delectation. The chance to work on Saturdays is of particular interest to me. I only work Mondays to Thursdays currently, so even if I did work on Saturdays, I'd still have two days off a week, like the rest of the nation. I am prepared to make the jump. I've already carried many bags in my personal life. I had to schlep heavy bags for life back from the big Tesco where I used to live in schlep. North... Schlep? Yeah. What schlep mean? Carry. I thought that was Dutch for... I've schlepped with someone. <laughs> <laughs> We've schlepped together before. <laughs> I had to schlep heavy bags for life back from the big Tesco where I used to live in North London slash South Burnley when I first moved down. South Burnley? Yeah, because it basically wasn't London you moved to. Uh, Um, It's made my wrist quite resilient and strong, or at least that's what I think that's what it's come from. I very much look forward to hearing from you in due course to see if I'm successful in my application and you wish to interview me. Please don't text me, however. I've got 248 unread messages and I'd hate to miss it. Oh, and don't email me back either if it's urgent. Maybe just phone me, but not during the afternoons or if Burnley are playing or if I'm in the gym. Other than that, I'm all yours. With thanks again and all good wishes, Jordan North. P.S. I can bring my own bags for life. <laughs> Jordan's covering letter for William. Hey, Dave. Can I call you Dave? Just heard about the job going at Bucky Pal as chief arse to the royal family. I'm surrounded by queens in my day-to-day life, and I'm used to dealing with temperamental people. Uh, My husband, Mike, is very high maintenance and also believes that in a previous life he was Anne Boleyn. (laughs) So so me and the royals are practically related. 
I'd be dead good at this job because I know all about royalty and etiquette. And even though people think I'm a bit snobby, I'm actually dead sound and quite funny. I would be great at dusting all the fancy ornaments and the marching band's instruments as I was single for many years and had loads of practice at trumpet polishing. (laughs) I'd hope to hear back from you soon as I'd really love to secure this job. I'm never sure how much longer Sexted's going to go on for anyway. Jordan can be so fickle. Cheers, William. P.S. I will often say I'm really busy, but in fact, I'll probably spend weekday afternoons meeting friends for lunch or getting fitted for new coats, etc. <laughs> We're horrible to each other, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but we love each other, and that's what matters. There we go. That's a, an exclusive audio excerpt from our upcoming book, Help I Sexed My Boss. We should have got a quote from my mum on the back. Or paperback. We'll do it for the paperback, can't we? Yeah. But thanks to Joel Dommett, Maya Jammer, Jamie Lang, Scott Mills and Vicky Patterson. Indeed. For all uh, giving us a quote and going through the book. I do appreciate it. This next one is from Gemma from Cambridge. Hi, Jordan, William and producer Ben. I listened to you talking about smelling pot noodles a few eps ago and it reminded me of a period of time where I could smell strong tobacco all the time. Cheese on toast at the moment. <laughs> what, that's all you can smell? <laughs> I, I don't know if I've got an urge for it, but I've woke up twice smelling cheese on toast. Right. Could just be my feet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a smoker and wasn't around any lit cigarettes at the time. Fast forward a few months later and a psychic told me it was my granddad in spirit following me around. It can be a sign spirits are around. (gasps) It's Grandma Vish. Did she like cheese on toast? She used to make me cheese on toast before bed. (laughs) Holy shit. No way. No way. Oh my God. It's my Grandma Vish. Yeah. Oh. What was her first name? Vera. Vera. But you called her Vicious Vera. Veronica. Yeah. Okay. Vicious Vera. My grandma. Anyway. Okay. Have you uh, got anyone on the other side who love pot noodle? <laughs> I've got someone on the other side of this table who likes pot noodles. It could be the ghost that you once had an encounter with. I love your show. You guys never fail to make me laugh. I also love discussing dilemmas from the show with my other half and debating what we do in the situation. Keep up the good work. Gemma in Cambridge. I don't know anyone who's passed. Who had pot noodles? No. My uncle Gwyn died a couple of years ago, but he used to work at a biscuit factory. Right. He used to bring me home broken biscuits. Can you smell a hobnob? No. But now when I see a broken biscuit, it always yeah. reminds me of him. Oh, it comes flooding back. Yeah, but comes over think, you in waves. I don't think I... Who, who, who's died that I know that, like chicken and mushroom pot noodles? Mm. Sure there's someone in your life. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. But well. that's so weird. I could smell cheese and toast recently. And it's your grandma Vera. Oh, God, I hope she's not up in my house. No. <laughs> She'd have a thing or two to say. Oh, God, would she? Okay, this next section of the podcast is brought to you by Muller Good Stuff Barista Milk. Now, as you may have heard, we're currently being sponsored by Muller, whose Good Stuff Barista Milk is perfect for making frothy coffee at home. So we're actually going to give it a go, which is really good, as doing stuff yourself at home can be a bit of a nightmare. Yes. All those DIY horror stories you hear about or when you try to make a fancy meal and it's a a bit of a disaster. Yes, you've heard some stories, have you? It's not like you've ever been one of those stories yourself, Jordan, where you've tried to do something and it's gone wrong. That carrot cake you tried to make? No, it wasn't. It was coffee cake. Coffee cake. Yeah. Oh, how apt. It, it was... Uh, it, 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 I can't even... Dis- it was so bad. It was, it was so bad you can't even describe it, it was, without offending it us. It didn't even look like cake. It looked like dog sick. Oh, ooh. What about you? 
I haven't admitted this to anyone, but before we went to Benidorm, I decided to see if I'd fake tan at home. <laughs> Did you fake tan? Yeah. Well, no. I, I like it was two weeks before, so while we were in Benidorm, it would have it would have washed off. But it looked like I'd murdered an umpalumpa in the bathroom. <laughs> So it's fair to say we've both experienced, it seems that recreating things in your own home doesn't always go to plan. No. But thanks to Muller, great frothy coffee doesn't have to go the same way. Tell me more, why is that? Well, this good stuff barista milk froths really easily. So it's different from normal milk you have at home. It's like the silky stuff that you love that you normally... (laughs) only getting coffee shops right well it sounds like we better put this to the test um i think we should have a go at creating our own latte art with it sorry what's that you know frothy art like you know like the baristas like jonathan downstairs does when you know they order out lattes and flat whites and they do yeah they do funny art I obviously normally have my coffee black, although I am getting into sort of frothy coffees. Oh, yeah, I do like a frothy coffee. Yes, it started with a macchiato I had in Paris, but that's another story. Um, So we've got some barista milk Mm, here. I'm just going to try the milk on its own because I love milk. Okay, get that down, you. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Nice, lovely. Mm. And I believe... Okay, Jordan, you've got to put some in the coffee. I'd just be happy with the milk, but okay. Okay, so from what I've noticed, baristas, it's like they tip it and they go in and then they go back and forth. (laughs) They go back and forward. Like like, a pint, in it. Oh, look at that. Mm. I mean, Mike, that's uncanny. That looks so good. Should we have a taste? Well, hang on. No, he's got... Ben's going to come and judge um, which is the best. Can I see yours? Show me yours. Don't look, Ben. I think mine looks like a wizard's hat. <laughs> Show me yours. Mine looks like a wizard's sleeve. Oh, wow, that's wow, good. That's <laughs> really good. Who's, who's the winner, Ben? Oh, sorry, there's only one winner with that. Who's that? It's William. Oh, thank you, Ben. Should we have a try of it? Give you that 50 quid later. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yes, that's, okay, now, now we've done oh. that. Mm. You know I loves me coffees. Yes, that's very nice. Um, well, now you've heard how we have got on Gene Divas, I think it's about time you give it a go yourself at home. As we've just discovered, trying really is believing, so froth up those coffees at home with Muller Good Stuff Barista Milk. Go on, be a good barista. Uh, barista. <laughs> it's a lovely way to treat yourself every morning, or why not froth one up for someone you care about too? I know what to expect next time I'm at yours then, Jordan. Leave your froth at home as I've got more than enough for both of us. Go on, give it a go. Try the Muller Good Stuff Barista Milk. This next one is from Anonymous. Hi, William Jordan and EPB. Following up on my karaoke party dilemma, I just wanted to let you know how it went. Uh, ah, yes, this was the G&D who wasn't very good at singing. Yeah. Uh, I did attend the party and had a really good time. I took both your advice, as Jordan mentioned. I spoke to the host and then I told them I really don't want to sing and I don't want to cause a scene by getting upset. That seemed to work because they didn't ask me to sing at all, which relaxed me enough so I could then follow William's advice and get drunk. I was glad to hear you both sympathise with me and didn't just tell me to grow up and suck up. Suck it up. Uh, thanks for the advice. Anonymous. Well, there we go. It worked. I like it. I do like it when G&D was right in with their, where their sort of follow-up to our seminal advice. I think that's very nice. I, it's the same for me when I did Gloria Gaynor. I will survive with you. I'm oh, yes. Okay. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, I ruined your joke. You do that a lot at the moment, can I just say? I'm sorry. I'm joking. Good morning, Jordan, William and E.P. Ben. 
I'm a big fan of your show here in Canada. Bonjour. <laughs> they speak <laughs> French in Canada. They do, yes. Oh, how would they say hello? Hello? <laughs> Canadian. Yeah. My wife used to own... My a... heart will go... Oh, no, it's... What was... Um... Celine. Mm. She was French-Canadian. Baby, think twice. That's the best bit in the song. Look back before you leave my life. How oh, no, no, no! Okay. My wife used to own a coffee shop in the town where we live, so it gives me a bit of credibility. What most people don't realise is that the darker the roast, the less caffeine. So when Jordan is buzzing because he's now drinking a seven, it is only in his mind. He needs a nice, mild, blonde roast to get a big caffeine buzz. Sorry, pal. All the best. Dave Battler. That's not true. It is, actually. Come over to mine. We can have a blonde roast. (laughs) What? I've got all the coffee equipment. That's not, I don't want to blonder. Right, so, no, because espresso coffee's got, is stronger. That's the one I'm using. It. Don't tell me. I'm, no, I, I don't think that's true because, trust me, this is hitting me. Do you know what? Jonathan downstairs, who runs the cafe, mm. not Jonathan Vernon Smith, we'll go and ask him. Okay. okay after this, we're gonna go, when I've washed this makeup off, we will go and ask him. No, I can taste it. I like a strong, full-bodied one. <laughs> How about that roast? <laughs> <laughs> right in. Who do you prefer? What would you prefer? A strong body yeah. roast? Yeah, let us know, Gene Divas. Would you prefer a, a dark roast? Would you prefer a blonde roast or a strong dark roast? <laughs> <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. Oh, oh, oh Jordan. Or well, Ben's hair is like in between our hair, so you could have like a skinny roast. Skinny roast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, just just trying to erase a few things from my mind. This is from Nicole. Dear William Jordan EPB, I wanted to write in and tell you about something I noticed when I was made to watch the Star Wars movies for the first time. My boyfriend... They're great films. Some of them. No, they're... Have you seen them all? I haven't seen the last one. The the most recent. They are great. The Star Wars ride at the Disney parks that's new phenomenal like even if you don't like star wars i can't take seriously that stubble (laughs) this is what it's like for me every week Mm. anyway very good ride my boyfriend is a cinephile oh my god that must be awful to find that oh i see cinephile so he's always in shock (laughs) ben do you mind sorry do you i mean i'm getting something ready okay so the roast Ben, you're douching wrong. <laughs> no. Doesn't go up your nostril. <laughs> oh gosh. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I wanted to write in and tell you about something I noticed when I was made to watch the Star Wars movies for the first time. My boyfriend is a cinephile, so he's always in shock when I tell him I haven't seen half of the cult classic movies he loves. The list of movies to watch is ever-growing, but eventually he got his way and we sat down to watch episodes one to six of Star Wars, and I couldn't help but notice the similarities between William and C-3PO. Oh my God, yes! Why have I never thought of this? You're literally the same person. Big, tall camp things, aren't you? (laughs) I mean, tall camp things. 
Oh, and he, go on. Well spoken. A little whiny. Oh. oh, get you, Nicole. His intention to spread his etiquette knowledge to everyone he meets, and he has a smaller, cheeky sidekick, giving him back chat and sass. R2-D2. <laughs> it was in a scene when I heard this quote that I knew I had to write into you and share my discovery. What's all this noise? Uh, a battle! Uh, there's been some terrible mistake. I'm programmed for etiquette, not destruction. Brilliant. <laughs> it's literally William Hansen. I think we should sue him. Yes. George well, Lucas. Is he still alive? Yes. We're coming for you. <laughs> I don't think it's his problem anymore. Bob Iger, we're coming for you. Is it Iger or yes, Iger? Iger. Yeah, we're coming for you. Okay. Well done. Thank you. Uh, really, I love that. You should read his book. I have. Bob Iger's book. It's very it's good. Great. Ride of a Lifetime. Which, annoyingly, was going to be my, <laughs> my autobiography. You're on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no other podcast in the world that's making that joke. That's true. Ben, no, it's not your ear either. <laughs> Don't put it in your ear. My process of elimination will get it right eventually. Uh, anyway, Nicole finishes, it couldn't be more accurate. It got me thinking, maybe there is a Star Wars character for each member of the team. All the best, Nicole. I could be Chewbacca. No, you're R2-D2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm quite hairy, though, aren't I? Who could bend yeah. it? Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Ben? In the old days, I could have been Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got me. Who? Who? Who are you? Jar Jar Binks. Jar yes. Jar Binks, yes. Wide, widely hated. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nobody liked Jar Jar. Yeah. Uh, Adam, who are you? Do you want to call dibs on anyone? Are you a Star Wars person? You could be Princess Layla. L- Layla? <laughs> What's she called? Leia. Leia. You could be Leia. You've got dark hair. Uh, Stuart's Emperor Palpatine. No. <laughs> Who? He could be Darth Vader. Darth Sidious. Darth think, Sidious. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, that, that's your nan. That's what? Your nan. <laughs> I've never had a nan in my life. I've oh. had a grandmother. Oh, sorry. Sorry. You've had a nanny, though. Who's Sarah? Who's my mother? Is there a drunk one? Yeah, there is, actually. Is there? Yeah. Well, she's that. Yeah. Anyway, we, we should do this. Or oh, we should it. do an AI Star Wars characters. Oh, yeah, that'll be around in about two Roll minutes. We still need to me. do Ben's AI 90s year. Yeah, we should put that up. It's very good. I'm going to get... I've got selfies of you. I'm going to yes. te- text you. Do I have your permission? Oh, whoops, already done it. Well, get over it. Anyway. Bloody hell. <sighs> so if you've got a question or a story that isn't a dilemma or problem, this is the place where we can read it out. You can drop into our DMs on social media or Shen... Or send us an email to Shend. <laughs> Shend us an email. to help at sexismyboss.com with anything that you want to share with us. We all show love hearing back from the people we offer advice to. So if that's you, get back in touch with producer Ben. For more sexist news, sexist news and nonsense, sign up to producer Ben's newsletter via sexismyboss.com. You can stroke. <laughs> I'm Ben Dodge. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.